So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So this is another one from Ray Dalio's Principles. And I'm so fucking pumped to be here again. As quite every single day. Uh, yesterday there was only no uh, YouTube episode actually I've uploaded it today. Because I didn't actually have the time initially, you know, uh, just in the end it was like, okay, really fucked up because my train was delayed and everything for, I think... 40 minutes or something, or it, or maybe an hour even, in the end, uh, which was a little bit fucked up, because in this time I could have, you know, totally been uploading the fucking episode, which was a little bit fucked up, but, um, but, you know what, doesn't matter. Because there is today there is maybe even gonna be three episodes. And yeah, I'm just wearing some uh, bike trouser things. Which are quite tight. <laughs> they are really tight. Um, but yeah. But yeah, you know, I think it's quite okay. I do just have to make an... Um, and, <clears throat> and thumbnail for yesterday's episode and so on. But yeah, we will go through another part of Ray Dalio's principles on the alanchang.com website. And before I forget, if you are on the YouTube video, there's also this exact episode is also available as a podcast, you know, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on quite everywhere. Like everywhere you're gonna just, yeah, you're gonna be able to listen to podcasts. There is also my podcast. It's called the SDWT or Self Development with Tactics podcast. And you're gonna find all the links down in the description if you're on a YouTube video. And if you're on the podcast already, and if you wanna watch the YouTube video, then uh, also all the links are down in the podcast episode description. So on your podcast episode, there is going to be a description where the first thing is going to be just a little house, a little description somehow um, on what this episode is all about, you know, as on this YouTube video, and then down below there should be every just every singular relevant link you maybe are searching for. But yeah, I'm so fucking pumped. <laughs> I I would really fucking miss it if I wasn't doing these episodes any longer. I would really fucking miss that, and I'm very sorry if I'm just a little bit, like, too hyped. I was just working out before, and I might get out of breath <laughs> pretty quickly today. Um, today is actually pretty nice weather, and I hope at your country and at your place, it's also just pretty fucking nice weather. It is just, I think it's actually 29 degrees Celsius, which is 84.2 or comma 2 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, which is definitely pretty hot and which is definitely pretty nice. But yeah, uh, this episode will start with visualizing complex systems as mechans, machines. Is it machines actually? I don't fucking know. I think it's actually machines, yeah. Yeah, it's a machine. <laughs> so visualizing complex systems as machines. A favorite theme of Ray Dalio's is to view things chopped down as a machine. Uh, which was also the case with human beings. You know, he also said that you should 
you should view yourself as a machine, which in some cases works pretty fucking well. You know, if you think about nutrition and if you think about being healthy, then visualizing yourself as a machine is pretty great, I would say, because you will see like, okay, you know, if you fuel a machine with, I don't know, fucked up fuel, like with fuel that isn't actually there for this certain machine, then it's not going to work as good as with the proper fuel. And I think it's the same thing with human beings as well. But we don't actually realize that or we don't actually give a fuck about that. I know a lot of people just give a fuck about nutrition, even though it's a really, really, really fucking important factor for your well-being, for, your, for you being able to perform on your top level, for quite a lot of things. I would say also for your ability, ability to sleep well. You know, if you drink a lot of alcohol, you won't be able to, uh, to really sleep that well. And or if you're consuming a lot of caffeine, this would also just reduce your ability to sleep well. But, but a lot of missed it out. And I quite don't understand it. Like, it is somehow obvious and somehow it's not. So I do, through my empathy, can, I, I do through my empathy, understand all these people who actually do just really give a fuck about their fucking nutrition. <laughs> because, yeah, you know, there are a lot of things that really taste well. You know, I'm not gonna lie, there are so many things that taste absolutely gorgeous and absolutely amazing. And um, I'm still not saying that you should just, you know, keep them away just completely. I guess it is totally fine if you just consume a little portion of all these amazingly good tasting things, but you shouldn't overdo it, like, um, like yeah. But I think this um, metaphor, metaphor is actually pretty nice. So viewing yourself and um, other things, as I'm assuming, can actually give you, uh, yeah, maybe a little boost in terms of your self-awareness. But yeah, let's see and let's go ahead. So this applies to you as a machine in life. It also applies to organizations. See more in work principles. Looking from bottom up, bottom up only will constrain your ability to find universal laws. If you see humans top down as one of millions of animal species, you will see the vast com commonalities we have with animals, which is actually pretty true which is completely true and uh, which is also pretty amazing if you really focus on that, if you focus on an aspect, on this aspect of human beings, I, I just gonna say something. I just really have to say something. I love these fucking long-form videos. I love talking here about things that, I'm, that I care about in a language that I also care about because my mother tongue is definitely not English. It's German, by the way, um, but I love English. I really love English. I don't know why. I, don't, I like to use this, this language maybe because I can reach so many more people through what I'm doing. And what I'm doing here is actually just really improving my English and it's really improving my ability to just reach people. Somehow, like, I gotta reach people even though it's in five years. You know, it's, it's gonna be about the long term, not about the short term. And everything's gonna be a, a little bit nice, I guess. Like, if you really focus on being rich and being successful and being just the best uh, YouTuber on the whole planet in five years, you're not going to stress yourself out as much as you would think about it as like, okay, I'm going to be the best YouTuber, the, you know, the richest person on the fucking planet in five months. You know, I think you've got to be just really fucking stressed out if this is actually your goal. But um, 
But coming back to the original point, I think it's actually very interesting if you look at people and just think about them as animals. And there are totally a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities. Not everything is quite similar, for sure. And we have the intelligence of moss growing... <laughs> we have the intelligence of moss growing on a rock compared to nature as a whole. We are incapable of designing and building a mosquito, let alone all the species and most of the other things in the universe. Whole systems can operate with the individual merely understanding its own self-interest rather than the entire game. An example would be, sex is a hell of an incentive in the form of pleasure, but it advances DNA at a system level without people thinking about it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that it is actually doing something with our DNA, but it, but it advances DNA at a system level without people thinking about it. I really only thought about sex just being a pleasure. And it totally makes sense that it is a pleasure because if it wasn't a pleasure, nobody would fucking do it. Nobody would have thought about the, about the whole concept. Like, nobody would have. And actually, this is one of the things that I was asking myself. Who the fuck came to the conclusion to put his into a hole? Or the other way around, like, which woman? Like, who came to this fucking idea? I don't know, maybe it's the same debate with what was earlier there. The AI, the... <laughs> mixing up German and English. Um, the egg or the, the chicken, actually. And I don't know, I hadn't thinking about... Or I, ha I hadn't thought about it that, that much, to be honest. So, so I, got, I think I gotta just... Yeah, let it be what it is. <laughs> so for life, think of yourself as a machine operating within a machine. You are both a worker as well as a designer. You can alter your machines to produce better outcomes. Design a team in a machine to best meet the outcome. For example, a military goal is to take a hill from an enemy. First you design a machine, two scouts, two snipers, eight infantrymen, etc. Then you put the right people in each position to produce the best outcome. The designer you must figure out if the worker is really appropriate in the position is trustworthy or needs to be fired. Consider the rules or algorithms you use for, you use for decision making. If they lead to the wrong output, their weightings or rules need to be changed and they totally have to be changed. You know, If you really see that you're just always making bad decisions, you just have to change something up. Whether it's your rules, your values and or your goals, or you just have to think about your process, your process of actually making decisions because I always say, and I'm still thinking about it as the best thing, like in terms of decision making, if you really just base all your, if you're basing all your decisions you're making on your values and goals, there is no fucking way you're going to be just upset about your decisions. Because if they're really only based on your values and your goals, there's first of all, first of all not a big, just, not a big, just somehow cliff between you achieving you and your goals. Like if you really just only make decisions based on them, the probability I think is just really fucking high that you are actually gonna reach them and reach them pretty quickly as well. And I think if this is actually something that makes you happy and I assume your values are making you somehow happy and are very important for you. And if you're making decisions based on them, 
I kind of think like, you know, there's no way around you actually being happy and you actually being satisfied. But I might be just wrong here, you know? I don't know. What do you think about it? This would be actually fucking nice. You know, I'm really looking forward to the times where actually people are listening to me. People are watching what I'm saying so that I also can see like, okay, you know, is this what I'm talking about? Does this make sense? Or does it help other human beings? Or is it like nonsense, you know, which could definitely be the case. Because I don't know, I only have my voice in my head. And I only have the books and all the articles in front of me that I'm basically consuming and trying to somehow add something to them. Or just kind of explain, maybe. Maybe kind of explain. Um, think of your time and effort as being put into investments. If the ROI is poor, the re then remove that investment. Actually, it makes sense. Like, if you're really just investing your time and energy and effort into something that's just, yeah, completely bullshit, then your ROI is pretty, pretty tiny. So, let's say you put 1000 into an investment and know that it will go to zero dollars in two years. You have the chance to pull out to pull out money now. Would you leave it in? Like nobody would. If you really truly know that this one thousand dollars is gonna be just two or gonna be nothing in two years, and you have actually the ability and the chance to to put all the money out, I guess you would. And I think it's a great analogy. I think it's analogy. You know, these are always just these words like metaphor, analogy, and whatsoever that I'm mixing up. And I like to mix them up. <laughs> um, so would you leave it in? Obviously not, so why is your time any different? Be intolerable of your weaknesses like you would be intolerable of your computer breaking down. It must be repaired. Truly makes sense, even though I'm often thinking about if it actually makes sense to work on your weaknesses. Like, to some degree it does. It, it really does if you just need it. But, and this is also one of the problems that I'm having with school. Like, you know, I'm in general a pretty good student. Um, but I see, like, you know, there are totally certain subjects I'm not as good at, not as good at than others. And does it then make sense that I'm working on them? Because for sure, you know, in terms of, of school as a system, and in terms of, of school and the government and whatsoever, they for sure just want us to, to have the same education. So everyone that's going into the same school should have the same education. But like, yeah, you know, for my life, just seeing it in the macro doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, I'm not gonna need this stuff because I'm not good at it. And actually just trying to get good at this certain thing that I'm just really weak in will take a lot of time and effort and I'm not gonna be the best at it because there's still gonna be some people that are just really talented at this certain subject and or they just really love it. And they always, you know, will be just better than, than I am. Or I will be. So, yeah. You know, I'll for sure, to some degree, working on your weaknesses totally makes sense, you know. Please don't get me wrong. <laughs> Please don't get me wrong. Um, for economics, Dalio visualizes the cause-effect commodities had on each other. The quantity of livestock and how much weight they gained predicted demand for corn and soybean. Look at systems with a granular perspective. 
what actual is granule? Powder, grainy, granulated, gritty, sandy. I have never ever... Because there is actually... There is actually yeah, a pretty good translation into German, but I think I've never used it in such a way. And I'm just thinking about it, if I'm actually able to use it in such a way, but uh, I guess not actually. Um, so look at systems with a granular perspective. Instead of seeing supply and demand, ask bulk quantities sold, ask bulk quantities sold, measure demand as the amount spent, look at who buyers and sellers, look at who, maybe who buys and sells, and why they buy and sell. In business accounting, and business accounting, separate profits coming from the core business and speculative, speculative profits from price changes. This shows a risk-neutral position beyond which one could, could speculate if desired. Bridgewater detected a debt crisis in Europe around 2010. Policymakers in Europe didn't understand granularly who the borrowers and lenders were and how their abilities to borrow and lend would change with market conditions. They saw investors as a single market that could be influenced with large pushes. So what I'm just you know taking out of this is, and I'm not quite sure, and this would then now be great if somebody could actually be like, okay, you know, you're true, and and you, you know what you have been saying makes sense, but what I'm seeing is that those policymakers in Europe actually only saw the macro, so only the big thing, but they haven't, you know, they haven't been going into debt, or depth, actually, and they haven't seen, like, the little man, or, like, all these people in the whole investor's quote-unquote market. Um, systems are naturally self-correcting. If there is too much supply in a market, prices will go down. Companies will go bankrupt and supply reduces to demand. Actually, pretty much the case. Like, like yeah, you know, it's it's the same thing with influencers. Like, if one just wants to view, or when a lot of people just want to view your content, there's yeah, there's gonna be a lot of people who wanna or who gonna be viewing your content. Or how should I say it? How should I actually say what I meant? Because this is basically like, okay, you know, if you drink water, you drink water. So like, yeah, shut up, fuck. <laughs> shut, shut up, man. Um, no, but, but it totally makes sense. Like, it, maybe I'm just putting it like this. If your content is good and if your content is likable, then people will watch it. If your content is shit, people won't watch it. And if you're putting out content and nobody's watching it, maybe you just have to change it. Even though, you know, in terms of this, I do actually also have to say that you should be patient. Because I'm basically not having any fucking people who are watching my shit. I don't know if it's because it is boring, it is shit, because uh, I'm just not a charismatic and I'm not a just likable person. I don't know. I really don't know up to this point, but I think you're gonna see. I think I'm going to see in... I don't know, half a year or one year or two years. Maybe there's you know gonna be something, maybe not. But but I'll see. Um should I actually Yeah, I totally should. Wake principles, which is actually or seems to be the next big chapter 
and we're going third and third and third with the summary and I guess I really guess that I've already been making like I don't know two weeks of this book I guess I guess which you know is totally nothing bad not want to say that but but yeah I think as long as, as there is something I can extract out of it and as long as there is something like value or at least I think about it as value is in this everything is right and everything is okay so work principles. Work principles are really just an extension of life principles to the organizational scale. The ultimate goal is to find the truth by leveraging the strengths of the group. The trick is to do the trick is to do the trick to do this is thoughtfully what the fuck? So the trick is to do this thoughtfully while bypassing the inevitable emotional conflicts that arise. Intro points. A great organization has great people and a great culture. Totally, totally fucking true. And this is actually something that I've seen and I've read so fucking often that it is really important that your culture and your company is actually good. And I don't know if you know VaynerMedia, which is actually Gary Vaynerchuk's company. It's an advertising company, a new media, actually new media, a new media advertising company. And um, yeah, they're making a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of good stuff. Maybe there is going to be something bad in it. I don't actually know. But Tom Bilio, who is actually one of the founders of Quest. So Quest Nutrition, you know, the Quest bars. And they are pretty famous, I would say. And uh, he's also had, you know, he's also made a lot of money through this. You know, I think his net worth is about... 400 million or something so he's totally just you know pretty wealthy i would say and he's also having a show called impact theory which is actually also pretty great with a lot of great minds and a lot of great people who actually uh, are interviewed by tom Billio himself and tom Billio said that he saw in in gary's company that there were a lot of people hugging each other and I think then he said something like, okay, and from this point on, he knew that this is going to be a great company or this is a great company already because it is about the culture. And I think it truly is like if the culture in your company is, is bad and nobody actually wants you know, to work with each other and everyone wants to do just his own shit and nobody even likes the company or something, I guess um, it won't, yeah do good so the company won't do good and i don't know where it was but i've also read that often you actually see from the outside that the culture inside or the structures inside of a company are bad i don't actually know how maybe it's just in terms of you have the sales they're gonna make or in terms of their stock if it's a public company but i don't know like i, I really don't I really don't, but this is just something that I've read somewhere. It would be nice to actually remember what it was. Um, great people have great character and great capabilities. Great capabilities. One without the other is dangerous. People who aren't aligned on a mission will work for different conflicting goals. An idea mediocrity is the best system for making decisions. What is meritocracy? Meritocracy. Um, government of the holding of power by people selected according to merit. 
process towards mediocrity was slow. And it's the same fucking thing in fucking German. Like, it's not gonna help me. Really not. Uh, so bring together smart, independent thinkers, have them thoughtfully disagree and abide, abide, tolerate, bear, stand, up, stand, put up, with, endure, suffer, accept, abide by agreed upon ways of getting past disagreement. This will yield the best conflict thinking, the best collective thinking, I'm sorry. This is achieved by radical truth, radical transparency, thoughtful disagreement, believability-weighted decision-making. Look down on the organization as a machine, consisting of culture, people and processes. The goal is to create a machine that works so well you can sit back and watch beauty happen. Compare its outputs with its goals. If it is falling apart or if it's falling short, then something is wrong with the people or the design. Um, yeah, totally makes sense. And there's then a new thing. And I don't know, I probably should go through it because there's a lot of time left. Yeah, I'm gonna go through it. So, radical truth and radical transparency. To be great, you cannot compromise the uncom uncompromisable. The uncompromisable is finding out the objective truth and making the best decision. I think it's actually very, very, very important to, to be truthful to yourself in your life. And I guess it's also the same thing with within a company. Like, it makes sense. It really, truly makes sense that you've got to be uh, honest to your employees like maybe it has to it has to do with actually communication hmm. because i guess you know if you're communicating if you're com communicating something communicating something and people understand it poorly or wrongly or whatsoever and then they are actually going to pursue different goals that you actually meant to have or that you actually you know wanted to have then it's fucking bad like, they're gonna do something different than you actually want. And that's not good. Or at least just, like, it feels not good. It totally, totally doesn't feel good. Um, what is compromi compromisable? Emotion, ego, and anxiety. Little deals that distract from the big deal of knowing and acting on the truth. Which is actually true. Like, emotions and especially, especially ego, I would say, really can distract from the truth. Like, um, I can always, you know, just put it into my personal thing or like life. You know, if you just are so egotistical about you actually being the greatest, I don't know, the greatest designer on the whole planet, but you are not, and you're not just realizing it and you're not just kind of, yeah, you're not kind of being truthful to yourself then uh, it's going to be bad because you will pursue something that's unpursuable because you will never get to this goal that you're having because you're not transparent and or you're not truthful to yourself if this makes any sense right now. I guess it does. Um, so the more truthful information you have access to, the better the decisions you can make. This is why radical truth and transparency, transparency are important. Learning is compounded when everyone is able to hear what everyone else is thinking. Hiding the truth from people is like letting your kids grow while believing in the tooth fairy. 
So hiding the truth from people is like letting your kids grow while believing in the tooth fairy. It makes sense, you know, in terms of actually getting new ideas, getting new just product ideas, whatever it will be, you really have to say everything that you're thinking about. Like, maybe through this, what you're saying, someone else is just able to really get a great idea. It's totally possible, you know, nothing is, is not possible. Like, I'm just thinking about a lot of just really smart people sitting in a room with a round table, all just, you know, in a circle and something. And when one starts having having an idea and he or she actually has to say it, then others will pop up and being like, okay, you know, and we can, and we could do this and that. And then another one pops out and says, okay, you know, what if we do it this way and that way? And then you're going to have just a lot of fucking ideas, which is, I guess, really just really, really great for a company. Like, it's really great if you do have just a lot of ideas for things you can do, for things you can pursue, for things you can just try to create. It just makes sense. I do think that there are also another, that there are also other layers of being transparent, but I, I'm, to, to be really honest, I can't think about something else. But there is definitely something else, and I do hope that you're getting it, even though I'm not. But yeah, uh, this is actually the end of the episode. I do hope that you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it, totally. I think I'm gonna record another episode quite afterward, because it just makes sense somehow, because I do just have the time right now, somehow. But yeah, I wish you the best, and I'll see you. And I wish you the best health, wealth, happiness, and success. And I hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you're going to be remembered. You know, whether you're going to be remembered as a good person or as a bad person. Because you decide. You really decide it's in your hands and in nobody other's hands. I see you. Thank you for watching. I love you.